Hello and welcome to Playing Favorites. I'm Paul. <laughs> I was gonna do the same thing. I was just gonna say Sega, though. I wasn't gonna say that, but we'll just do do your thing then. Justin. <laughs> not bad, not bad. <laughs> this is the podcast where we talk about our favorite things across a variety of topics, if you will. Wow, you did the intro really fast today. <laughs> That's okay. But yeah, we do a little bit of research on, on uh, a bunch of things. Uh, talk, a lot of times drink some alcohol while we're doing it, like today. Yep. We started early. <laughs> we did. We started maybe a little too early, but <laughs> we're doing just fine. Yep. But uh, yeah, we have uh, plenty of topics. But uh, but uh, and today, obviously, you can probably guess what today's episode is. It is about Sega. Yeah, that's right. We're going to do our favorite Sega game. We did. We gave mm-hmm. Nintendo its its rightful due, and now we're uh, returning the favor to Sega. The uh, <laughs> With Nintendo Nintendo was just one system. We're giving Sega across all systems. Cause... <laughs> hey, you know, not everyone's perfect. Not everyone can be Nintendo. So <laughs> we're gonna do Sega. Uh, we're gonna do Sega right. We're gonna give it, you know, its fair shake here. I'm sure. really excited to do this. Well, it's an important it's an important system slash video game company. I think it really. I, I really just think they're a victim of timing. Like they they oh. they had excellent sure. ideas, and it's just not 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 like like they were too soon. They were just we just weren't ready for them yet, Justin. But. So I have a fun fact for you, though. Oh please. I mean, I've been holding. You off know, on I this. like facts. Oh. <laughs> for your next trivia pursuit game. Um. Since we always record our episode a week, usually a week earlier than our next episode, um, yesterday, because like today is August 15th, Correct. yesterday was the 30th anniversary of the Sega Genesis being released in the United States. Wow, 30th anniversary, my goodness. Yeah, I mean, I thought that was kind of crazy. We didn't even plan this. <laughs> no, no. Uh, completely. Just a, a complete shock and surprise right there. But a welcome one, Justin. And let me we tell were, you. We were six years old when that thing came out. It seems so weird to think about. Like, I don't, I barely remember. Right. Yeah, I was, yeah, because I was born, yeah, I was born in 83. So were you. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, it's, it feels weird to associate first grade for me with like 1989. Like that was, we weren't even in the 90s yet. And I still I know, have some very distinct memories the... from baffling thing to me the baffling thing to me is i got an nes my for first grade christmas yeah 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 we got ours when i was in second grade yeah so i don't understand why that system came out so i i guess i just i'm just well it's not like it is nowadays where people immediately like as soon as a new system comes out people buy it 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 took time because you had to like convince people like our parents like you should buy (laughs) the system and they'd be like what is this again is this a vcr (laughs) You know, no, I know. I just I can I, imagine I like my dad register. walking away from the guy being like, no, 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 I don't want a Betamax. And mm-hmm. but there's, I, uh, I, find think, I think I was like four years until I got a Sega Genesis. At least it feels like it was. I, I mean, say, I, I, what, what, what was uh, just on a quick side question, though, what was the first console like game playing device that you that you had in your household? Well, I had the Magnavox Odyssey, too. The Magnavox? Yeah, the Magnavox Odyssey, too. Odyssey 2. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, my uncle had given it to me when I was, because he was into like that kind of stuff. And it, um, 
Man, I it's such a weird game. I I vaguely remember it. I mean, I had what well, I was like five, I think when I I got it like right before we got the NES. Gotcha. And I uh I had looked this up like a a few months back because I saw like a question like what was your first video game ever played? I mean, obviously, I, you want to say Mario because to me that's like really a true first video game I played. But f- besides of any random thing I played in the arcade, mm-hmm. um, but my truly my the first thing I remember playing is on that Odyssey, and it was this call. It was called Pixax Pete. It was the name of the game. Was I didn't it, know this. Recently. Was it a uh, like a keyboard type of thing? Like um, no, 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 no. They had a they had like a little. It was like an Atari. Did it have a controller? Okay, all right. Like an Atari. Yeah, it was kind of like it's kind of like that. I vague, again vaguely remember it. Um, and it was just sort of just like this, like you know, very like pick, like very boxy, sort of like pong like uh, graphics. But then it was a guy with an X, and he's just running around. With an X, with a pickaxe. Very good. <laughs> yeah, I was or... basically, I mean, that's as, as uh, you know, in-depth storytelling as you could get at that point. Like, man has axe in hand. What else Where, do like, you need? You know, it's like, it's like with, with a, where the box art is so much more detailed than the actual game. Oh, the box art from that time period is so weird. I, I got to tell you, my first console, the, the very first console my parents bought, it was in the house as long as I can remember. So it was, you know, like when my, my earliest memories uh, include the Intellivision, Mattel's Intellivision. Mm. Um, we had a lot of games for it. And my, my dad and my uncle really loved it, especially to play, of all things, Blackjack. They were like, because it was like, to them, it was like, here we can, it's like the casino has come to us. It's like the perfect <laughs> like marketing to dads. And we don't <laughs> have to spend any money. It's exactly. great. It was like this is how prudent dads that, spend their money. That, you know, they buy the accounts. Still works to, to this day. To gamble at There's home. There's so many the poker things online. But anyway, right? I mean, like I could just open up a browser and play pro poker like in seconds, and it was like <laughs> the serious thing. My uncle would come over every time they'd you know come and visit. My dad and him are playing the Intellivision, so like the kids, nobody is playing the game that everybody wants to try. <laughs> it's like they're playing blackjack. But mm-hmm. um, the, the the first game that I remember really playing and really watching was a game called Beauty and the Beast, and it's very much kind of a you know less detailed uh, and weirdly colored version of Donkey Kong. You know, you're just a dude and you got to climb windows basically to get to the top. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, what's weird about it, and what reminded me, is what we said about the box art. The box art, like the art on the actual cartridge itself, was really wild. It was like this weird kind of fantasy art style that I'd never seen before. And I feel like a lot of early, like early Atari games and uh, like some NES games, like the box arts, you know, they, they came up with sometimes it has nothing to do with the game whatsoever, but still really interesting it's like they gave them a concept and they were like run with this and they they did their best to like yeah, inspire like, your imagination it, it, it's hilarious though the, some of the marketing for video games back in like the eight or, uh, late like when it first started launching right like i i was like looking at uh somebody had posted like a picture of like the contra uh, uh marketing thing yeah and it's yeah. like play contra and it's this like girl and barely uh, barely wearing any clothing like holding a controller like looking like it was like a car yeah. It was a car. It was a car yeah. ad. Yeah, it's it, oh my goodness. That's like it's so freaking because Contra is such a broy game, right? Because it's two jack dudes, you know, shooting guns. 
Oh Anyways, I, I know Wait. recently we asked about our week, though. Is there anything anything like quickly you want to bring up this week before we move, we get into it? Uh, no, no. <laughs> it's been it's been a very fine week, thank you. I hope you've had a good week too, listener. Uh, where <laughs> nothing you know crazy happens. So yeah, that that was very my week. nice. To you. I'm working on good, getting good. ready to go back to to you know uh, to um what's it to teach and getting my stuff prepared for the semester. So it's you know, a little exciting. Also, a little like, oh, the summer is ending. You and your summer vacation, you asshole. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm also watching a six-month-old, <laughs> which is uh, much harder to get any work done with than I thought it would be. Nope, I, I get watch you. Watch a baby. I they said, you. oh, they're so easy to watch. You know, they're very. You know, you just gotta <laughs> keep them happy. Well, they're, they're easy to watch, but you don't. It's the hearing part doesn't. <laughs> No, anyway, so but it's winding. Down. Yes, it's, this is playing favorites as we have already announced. And uh, one thing we didn't do in our intro here is mention that we usually start with a surprise topic. That's true. To, to you know, because we're not warmed up or anything, but to help us warm up, <laughs> at least warm up to the topic, because as we're talking about favorite Sega game, it can be somewhat related to the uh, the main topic for the day. So you got one for me, Jocelyn? Yes, I do because. Paul, I know we're going to probably talk with... I, well, maybe we might bring this up later. I'm, I'm assuming we would. Okay. But I'm going to talk about something specific within this game in general. Within Sega games altogether? Or? No, oh, no, it's a specific, specific game. game. One, oh, one okay. specific All game. Right. Gotcha. One specific game. And it's kind of like a... I guess it's a favorite question, but I'm going to kind of reword it a little bit. When you walk into the arcade in Shenmue, what is the first game you're playing, Paul? Oh man. Okay. I have to remember the games because the the first one that comes to mind is I think it's Space Harrier. Is that mm-hmm. the name of it? Or Air Harrier? That's one of them. Okay. You got the motorcycle there's one, game. There's the motorcycle game. There's the hitting the like the boxing, like the quick time events game. Mm-hmm. There's two um, of those. But there's boxing and then there's another one. Yeah, that's right. Um and there's darts, right? Yes. I don't remember if there are any others. No, that's it. That's all. You got them. So what do I first go to? I immediately go to Space Harrier. Space Harrier? And I play it, and then I get sick of it really quickly. <laughs> Maybe 30 seconds. Not even, like, into the... Into I, I like halfway through the first level, I'm like, this is stupid. Mm-hmm. All right, it looks so, cool for a minute. I'm done with this. I, I admit that when I first walked into that game, that arcade for the first time playing that game, you know, I don't know if you did the same. You probably did the same. I went straight to Space Harrier mm-hmm. because I knew what that game was. Yeah, I'm like, I've played this game before. I know what this is. Let's try the, it. Let's the see other games in the quote, ar- yeah, like the, the other games in the arcade aren't like arcade games. You know, you don't associate well, the, the motorcycle one though. Yeah, the motorcycle is for sure. The hitting one, not so much, and the th- those you'd like find in a bar. Same thing with darts. You know, like I wouldn't associate it, but. Yeah. I guess adult me and not like arcade going kid me would say, uh, yeah, I would, I, I would go for space Harrier first, as you said. And mm-hmm. then, um, and then I would go to probably the hitting game, like one of the quick time games. And then I would go to the, I'd play some darts. I'd probably play a lot of darts. And that's like where I would settle in. And I would just like, if, the, if they made that for money, I would never have finished the game. Justin. 
I would have just been playing darts for money. Oh my gosh, darts is so much fun. I love playing right? darts. So the, the the motorcycle game, by the way, was called Hang On, just so you know. That was the yeah, name of that. Yeah, I was never good at them. I always felt like they were a waste of money at the arcade. Like, you know, it's like 30 seconds of being in eighth place, and then you lose. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I really got into the punching game. Like, I loved that so much. Like, it's I really great. got sucked into that game. Like, I just wanted to see if I could get to the end, if there ever was one. And I think I, I did pr- pretty there? far. Yeah. I don't remember. I, like, tried, like, I played that game over and over and over again. Just to see if there was, like, a, a, a special thing at the end or something. Yeah. I yeah. think I think there is an end. But, no, darts is always fun. Like, always fun. It's so funny how that game with darts is, though. It's, like, it doesn't really give you control of the hand. The no, hand just, it's, like, like bouncing back and forth no matter what and it's just like uh now like <laughs> he's the worst darts player ever he's like he's basically drunk like his hands are just like swaying back and forth and it's like uh i think here um, but no I, I, it's funny because my i cause I've, I've been playing the remake getting ready for the 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 um the release of three which we'll see if it comes out this year i, I don't think it is but um, I, I had my dad play the darts game because he had he never played it before. He was just here, and I had the game on, and let me turn on the PS4, and it was already played? there. What did, what did he oh, think yeah. of darts? He got a high score. <laughs> I couldn't I beat see. it for a little while. Of he, was like, he was like, <laughs> master gamesman, Brian Benoit, head chef. <laughs> Next time you're like stuck on a boss or something, you should just call him over. <laughs> dad. Well, my dad, he's the first one to beat the first uh, castle of Mario Brothers. I mean, he, he knows <laughs> what to right. do. He was so annoyed that there was more to the game after level 1 4. <laughs> I told my wife that story before like the podcast even aired because this is obviously from a different episode. But um, it made, like, I practically had her crying telling her the story. <laughs> oh man my parents in video games are so funny though because like i mean i have another funny story about my my mom in video games did she play oh yeah there was one and this is the story that made her stop (laughs) i should have brought this up in the nas episode and i feel like i'm like i'm like tainting the sega episode but why not uh they're friends now right (laughs) yeah it's all good they make games um sometimes my mom loved Tetris a lot. Uh-huh. She was a Tetris aholic, I would say. And to the point where she was making dinner and she was playing Tetris and the stove catch got on fire. Did it really? <laughs> she she was like warming up some oil or so I don't know. I was a kid, I don't remember what she was making. I'm like, Mom, the stove's on fire. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Well, there's a small kitchen fire as she's playing Tetris. <laughs> Ever since that day, she stopped. She, she, she stopped. She's she like, stopped. no more. She'll just. Well, I've I've never seen her play video games. Justin. And then you love video games, <laughs> so she's looking at you like, Justin, just please don't die while you're playing video games. <laughs> oh my god! She worries anyways. for you so much because of all the video games you play. Do you realize this? <laughs> Wait, she thinks something is going to explode in your house or, or catch on fire because you're going to love a game. <laughs> my, so my mom much. probably does. She's so pessimistic. But anyways, uh, yeah, Shenmue arcade games. 
But yeah, it's. I just thought that'd be kind of a fun little uh, appetizer, if you want. <laughs> Very good. Know. Very good. <laughs> I, uh, I we, are we agreeing that the darts uh, is probably the better one? Yeah. The darts yeah. game. In, in, for a lot of the same reasons that, you know, ar- certain arcade games are the ones you play and certain ones you avoid. You go to Space Harrier because it's a fun one. It looks it looks cool. And then you settle on something you know you're actually going to have a good time playing. And the motorcycle game is not going to be it. So That was that, that was a thing back in that time, though. That time that the game came out, though. Like, mm-hmm. they were trying to, like, hide, like, the arcade games or, like, the old games in the game. Like, I don't oh. think it happened a lot. But, like, they did that with um, Donkey Kong 64. Where you really? had, like go and find an arcade machine in the game and then you can play Donkey Kong in, in the actual 64 game. So is like, it like a so... substitute for gameplay or is it just like... It's just like, it's just sort of a, I guess, I guess more of an Easter egg-ish thing. Kind of, I guess. You know, like, I mean, I think then they're just like, well, instead of like selling the game, we'll just throw it in here as like kind of a fun little side thing. But, hmm. I don't know. I just thought that was sort of a th- weird thing we did back then. But yeah, the, the sure. arcade the arcade in Shenmue was just always just such a cool concept and feature. I remember being really excited about it for the game came out. But that's... And I don't think this is the last time we're going to be talking about Shenmue this episode. Why don't we take a quick break right here and give our readers a chance to catch their breath before they get hit with even more dynamic Sega stories. <laughs> so let's take a quick break. Okay, we're back. Hold on. Let me push the, the start button to unpause. <laughs> <laughs> So, was, yeah, because there's no select button, and those uh, brave a, designers have... Uh, there was, a, was there a select button? I don't I'm remember thinking, now. I, like, the later controller had the six buttons, and it didn't mm. have, like, a select button, too. But the original one just... Or, I don't know, the one that was sold to the most people just had the D-pad, three buttons on a star button. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, yeah, we're back to do our, our honorable mentions now for Vegas, uh, favorite uh, Sega game. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to bring up that uh, I mentioned Sega Genesis earlier, but just so you know, it wasn't called the Genesis Everywhere. No, or what? What else was it called? The Sega Mega Drive. I've learned this to, oh, okay. from our our lovely Australian uh, listeners. Oh, thank you once again, Australia. You have proven yourself over and over again to be fans <laughs> of this podcast, and we appreciate it. <laughs> but yeah, it's called the Sega Mega Drive. I guess everywhere else except for here. <laughs> For some oh, reason, weird. I don't know. So it was just called the Mega Drive everywhere, and then here, oh god. So yeah, we were, we were just called the Genesis. I, I don't know. A cool name I, for it. Though. I want to blame Phil Collins. That's that's all I want <laughs> to do. do, 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 do. Yeah. I blame him for it. Why did they think that people would like it because of the fan Genesis? <laughs> I think that's a really terrible marketing idea. That's really <laughs> like marketing to my dad and my uncle. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they're the ones that are buying it. Um, I anyways. guess. I guess that's true. <laughs> um, I have to give what out was a your quick first animal mention. Yeah, oh, shout out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, shout but out. I have a. I have to do a quick shout out first because I can't go this long talking about a Sega game, like and specifically a Sega Genesis game, um, that I absolutely hate and love all at the same time. And it's the game <laughs> Comic Zone. Oh no, that's my honorable mention. Come oh, on. All right. Is that really? <laughs> Okay, then loved, you're prepared to defend yourself. That prepared. game. We'll come back to it. This was just a quick shout out. I agree with no, your. No, we're going to figure this out now. I'm not leaving that hanging. You can't. All you right, can't fine. Say Let's talk about. You really want me to hash it out with uh, Comic Zone? Okay, it sucks. Oh it's super Why? fucking hard. 
super that's why hard. It's, it's not supposed to be that hard for what kind of game it is. It's supposed it to be not, like maximum carnage. You're just, just not like a getting ball. good enough fall. No, clearly not, because I die like three screens in. <laughs> I love the art got, style, dude. Like, go go on. Tell me, why is it one of your honorable mentions? Okay, okay I, I well, first off, like, I was excited to really get that game because the commercial really sold me on it. Heck yeah. I mean, Mm-hmm. I mean, come on! You're a, a comic book artist gets sucked into a video game, and you get to fight things. Come on! But the the concept of the game was amazing for yes, that era. You have to give at least respect. You might hate it because it was hard, but you have to give it respect for what it was. I Me, am, I am not dissing it in terms of its design. I think it's a beautifully designed game. That's what initially drew me to it. Was like. It was like being in a comic book, and I loved comic books, and it was true to like the way a comic book functioned. Um, and I like the way that mm-hmm. they kind of like break the fourth wall, like you rip through the pages and through the panels, mm-hmm. like all that stuff is really good. I'm just saying it's it's hellishly hard, and it doesn't need to be. I guess I didn't really feel it was that hard. It was hard at first, but like I just we're making I, a I mean, poll. I don't... We're making a poll on Twitter. And we're going to tell okay. people and ask people, honestly, was Comic Zone unnecessarily hard? And we'll see what happens. We'll let the we'll let our battle toads. listeners... Now, battle toads. Battle toads is unnecessary. Okay. No, no, no. All right, all right, all right. Okay, come on. Okay. You're pulling okay. out, like, the nuclear option. You're not even warming up to it. <laughs> Bring in battle toads. You want to talk about the end of uh, Ninja Turtles 2? 2? You Jeez. mean Ninja Turtles what? I mean Ninja Turtles also. T-O-O, oh, okay. not T-W-O. Yeah, if, if you had a rank hardness, Comic Zone is definitely easier than those two that, that you listed. Yeah. I'm just saying it's still hard, though. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be the worst thing ever made. I, I like, like this. a lot of we, things. We've never, this. like, Even debated it so hard it. on this episode before. I know. <laughs> but I, I really thought you'd be, like, absolutely with me on this. So I'm a nope, little disappointed. Nope. <laughs> one, of my, one of my favorite. I, lo- I love that game. So there's more reasons to that than that. The music was awesome. The, yeah. the, the storyline was whatever, but it was cool because it the was... The storyline was a comic you know, book storyline, though. You know? Yeah, like no, the, it was great. It's like, oh, no, you go into the book now. Like the, fa- the favorite thing about that purchase, though, like besides the game itself, was it came with this mixed CD t- uh, thing like of, of like of random music okay. that I still have to this day. You that still had all have these it? Really... Oh, yeah, it's like in some... It's in one of my CD folders, I think. Oh but God. it wasn't from the game. It was just like a, it was just a compilation CD of just random bands. They gave that, you a like, big CD. Like the, yeah. the game de- game designers were like, "I want you to also share my taste in music." Yep, pretty <laughs> much. I love, that. I love that. I loved it. I used to listen to it all the time. Oh man, it was great. Was there, was there anybody recognizable on it? Like, oh, I don't even. I don't know. Uh, I, I was gonna try to look it up before I started the episode, and I. Um, I, I, I didn't get a chance to, but yeah, <laughs> I love Comic Zone. <laughs> yeah. If I, if I think of Sega Genesis, that's the game I think of because it was, I, it was, I mean, like it was exclusive, right? For, for Sega. It was like yeah, one of those games that was like, I was so pissed that we didn't have a Sega because of it, you know? And like when I went to my friends who did have a Sega and he had the game, I was like, well, that was, the problem. was so excited. Because you were playing at a friend's house, you didn't get, you didn't own it. So like you, that's why you didn't, you, you thought it was hard because you just like you needed a, it was a lot of trial and error. But once you kind of figured out each panel, and got, you got like a sense of it, you know, like you kind of like, oh, you do this or this because there's the thing about that game that was amazing. Maybe you didn't get 
this experience because of not being able to beat things. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm listening. There was, there was alternate alternate paths. Yes, so I like, remember that. The, so depending on how you beat the level, if you found the thing, you can actually go right on the panel and jump across to the next pa- next panel or next page because mm-hmm. you're like in a, in a book, or you go down a panel. So it just depends on how you found like the secret entryways and stuff. So like if you knew those like little like secret things, you can actually get to the level pretty quickly, but you had to know those things. So it's, there had a little bit of a, a lot of playability to it. I mean, yeah, it gets harder. I don't think I beat it to be honest. I can't remember, but I remember loving that game, and I would play it a lot and really try my best to get better at it. It is nowhere near like Batman Forever, which is another Sacred Genesis game, which is not on my list. You brought up before. Oh God, yeah. Well, that's a freaking hard game. Yeah. Comic Zone at least has some sort of, uh, uh, you know, flavor to it. You know, some sort of like, you know, kind of a, 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 a it, it meant something. It, it wasn't just there for a cash grab. Okay. But I, okay. I love I love Comic Zone. I will defend that. Fair enough. For, I, I I can all year. I can get behind that, <laughs> and I can I can be very uh, accepting of your your take on Comic Zone and your interpretation of because I did not own it, uh, I could not master it. That's yeah, true. You, you, That's true. But there are plenty of games that both of us have owned that we did not master by any means. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll leave it there. That's fine. Wow. I, that was just going to be a random shout out like to a game. I was like, maybe he remembers it. Like, I know he'll remember it, but maybe I'll end up having to do most of the talking on it. Nope. Nope. That was I had no idea how much my, you liked it. I, this is the, the first time I think we ever talked about comic zone. So <laughs> that was close to being my favorite. Wow. Wow. Okay. All but right. Well, maybe I'll get into my honorable mention then, I guess, too. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead instead instead of spoiling yours so uh, uh right. my my first honorable mention is altered beast for the sega genesis now that's a game i don't like but go ahead i also don't like much of it but i <laughs> what i it, it, it is a very difficult game are you gonna are you gonna fight me on this one or are you gonna agree no no i, I it's a pretty like difficult it too, game it, it, the first time i the first time now. i played it i played it with a friend of mine who had done basically what you were talking about with Comic Zone, all the trial and error, and knew how to fly through each level. Like he'd play, he must have put in so many hours of playing this game. So when he, when I played it with him for the first time, and I was like, "You have Altered Beast?" He was like, "Yeah, you want to, you want to try it?" Um, he was like basically showing me how to master each level. So he'd be like. All right, what you want to do now is like in the when you become the dragon, he's like, just keep mashing the like the C key, like the C button and come up to the top left of the screen and just stay there. And it would work, you know. So I never actually like played the game and and had to really feel its difficulty. And so like I tried not to not, you know, like do it the way he like I, I had seen him do it. Um, so I don't know. I love the art style of it i think it's like this cool kind of fantasy art style i also love the cheesy sound effects and the voiceover that they actually get so like the guy the very first thing you hear is uh what is it welcome to your no 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 that's the the guy at the very end of the first level he goes welcome to your doom which is Mm -hmm. a great and then but like also at the very beginning of the level it's like the whatever god that resurrected you goes rise from your grave 
in this weird, like, airy, like, breathless voice, rise from the grave. Like now, that. I actually played that game a lot more in the arcade. I didn't really play it yes. too much on console. I think a friend of mine had that maybe, maybe a different, like, another friend of mine had that game for Sega Genesis, but I'd play it all the time. Like, I, I remember liking it younger, yeah. but... Yeah. It's tough. But the the well, nostalgia once you, once you out, outweighs yeah. how yeah. good that game is. Um, right? It, I think it's I think it's still kind of fun to play. It's a really hard, um, like run and gun kind of game, but it, it reminds me a lot of um, what is it? Uh, Ghosts and Goblins, which a lot mm-hmm. of people don't like, but I actually really did like. Um, mm-hmm. Once you get it's used hard, to it, exactly. It's like it, like it's like kind of like kind of like Comic Zone. No, no, no. Okay, all right, fine. You've drawn a really good parallel there. Well, yeah, asshole. But so, <laughs> yeah, it, it's like a it's like a really difficult um or, or difficult in the same way that Ghosts and Goblins is. Uh, you can get really really good at it, and it's really satisfying when you transform. I love the little transformation screens that like interrupt the gameplay. I always mm-hmm. thought that was just so different, and never seen that in any other game. So I remember, yeah. and, and I love that you turned my, into different beasts, and you you weren't always no. the wolf. No, it, it was it was cool. I mean, the concept was interesting. I remember always wanting to play it at the arcade. Yeah. But I remember like I had re- arcade difficulties I, also amped up too. Yeah. yeah. But like, I remember like I'm like having such nostalgia, wanting to replay that for the longest time, and then when the Wii Shop came out, and they started like the virtual console thing. Yep. That was the first game I bought. And then I went to play it. I'm like, oh my god, this game's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, Justin, it's not horrible. I'm it's just not good really at it. Really hard, and you have to learn how to play it. You just have to invest oh. the time in it. <laughs> Is that the problem with every bad game? You just have to learn how to play it. So explain to me, Superman. Well, you know 64. what? I've, I've watched let's plays of people play like playing like Goonies two, which is insanely <laughs> difficult, and them like doing well because they just memorized exactly what you have to do when you know you know all the uh, trial yeah. and error that would have taken <laughs> you know days and weeks to figure out they they already knew so you're just watching like a master play the game and you're like oh wow oh well, i guess that's kind <laughs> of fun i never thought that the sega episode would be the most divisive episode that we had <laughs> i know this is getting really heated no <laughs> So, Justin, okay. why don't you tell me what is your next honorable mention? How I, many, I, how many I, more do you have? Um, I've got one more, one more honorable mention. But I, oh, it, it, it's two. No, it's it's. I'm sorry, it's two. But I feel like we're going to share the one. That's why I didn't put the. This is getting tougher and tougher. The more now that we're talking about stuff, I'm just like, oh man, I don't even know what to bring up here. <sighs> go, for it. just go for it. I know what you're going to bring up. I know what it is. So go ahead. You know what it is. Yep. I, well, actually, can you tell me what it is? Because I don't know what. It is. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, Jedi Power Battles episode. No, nine. that's not my answer. That's not my answer. That's not that. Okay, no, that's that was good. That's because that's one of my shoutouts. <laughs> okay, that's a great Dreamcast game, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh. The best game. <laughs> Still. <laughs> oh, let's just talk more about Shenmue. Yes, please. Let's just do it. Yeah. Let's just okay. do it. We have to do it, right? Isn't that required yeah. in this episode? So we, we talked about the arcade room a lot. Can we talk about the Jamaican dude? <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about the Jamaican stereotype? Or, I'm sorry, is it is it a Japanese guy posing as a Jamaican dude? Like, oh my god, I forgot. I'm trying to remember his name now. I just played this game. Like and I, 
Is it Tom? Yeah, it's Tom. You're right. It is Tom. Because oh, yo. you, thankfully, thankfully, when I got to watch you play a little bit of that, we got to see Tom, and I got to go down memory lane of just standing there. I don't know how many times I would just, like, watch him dance constantly for, like, <laughs> minute after minute. I'm like, he just doesn't stop until literally nope. the sun goes down. <laughs> Man dances eight hours straight. He's a, he's a hard-working one that sell those hot dogs. Oh, man. But anyway, Shenmue... Like, it's just selling hot dogs. Kind of, kind of, let's, pull, let's pull this back a little bit, because he started off with Tom, the Jamaican guy. I went right for but... the throat. I couldn't help it. <laughs> Go on. Shenmue is, like... Obviously, I don't think we brought up the Shenmue story at all on this show, have we? Oh, please. There's, yeah. a spe- there's a special... Special place in my heart with Shenmue. Absolutely, as, as you understand a more than anyone else. Part of your uh, high school, late high school, early college life. More yeah. college, but yeah, because I, you know, the the Dreamcast came out. I got oh. a Dreamcast like my senior year. Yes, it began in high school and really mm-hmm. blossomed. Yes, in college. Go ahead. Shenmue was a game that I think a lot of a lot of people were excited for, and had a very huge premise like as far as like what it was going to become as far as this 16 episode or what have you i can't remember exactly how he had much he had planned uh adventure of a game which is like you know back then that like that blows minds mm-hmm. you know that just doesn't happen like they're you understand be. that like, at this point where it's like oh yeah sequels will come there's going to be another mario game there's going to be another this and that but you know mass effect had not been created yet or anything like that, or, or or even like MMOs weren't really a huge thing. I think maybe EverQuest was out. Yep. But yep. But really, uh, that's like one of the only. Yeah. So it was like this this never this ever arcing like you know playing for long periods of time with lever uh, this long story just didn't exist. And Shenmue just sort of like tried to get there. I don't. I, Shenmue is by no means a perfect game. It, it 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 is it is perfect for when it came out in in 1998 I think or 1999 and, something like that yeah and what it was trying to do at the same time yeah like because like, we had talked about this watching me replay this game because I just I personally just got the remaster just to kind of prep myself for three because of the story I'm about to tell you but like Shenmue like it's just phenomenal the fact that you could just interact with every little thing like I don't even think Half Life Two was out yet. So that was mm-hmm. sort of like a the physics of like the fact that you can open every cupboard, every door, pick up every vase for some random reason, just to look yeah. inside for no reason whatsoever. Whatever you, you wanted to. Know, there yep. might be something in there. Who knows? Because um, there sometimes was. Um, it literally was taking like the concept of smashing pots and destroying every little block in Zelda to like a realistic level of like being careful with things. <laughs> yeah, like uh, it it was it was almost. <laughs> like a little bit of a life simulator in there with like the mm-hmm. action adventure element to it. Mm-hmm. But like the idea that, yeah, you could stay up late. It gets, it gets dark outside. Like there's day and night. It, you were just like living a, a regular life. And it, it, it was like, it was almost like it was, they were trying to pose the question like, okay, um, you want a revenge story like with Kung Fu and, and uh, you know, characters and stuff like that. I'll give it to you as realistic as possible. This is how it would pan out yeah. in, in in the real yeah. world if you tried to do this. 
Yeah, yeah, as a high school student that knows nothing. That's not like exactly. he doesn't have a posse or anything it, like that. It shows like his imperfections. It doesn't shy from that. You 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 get screwed over sometimes, and it's because you're a dumb kid. Yep. And yep. You may see like that happening, but you know Rio doesn't, and he makes Rio. those mistakes. Oh, hello, Rio. Like I <laughs> this <laughs> earlier today, I was in the car and I was thinking about you know talking about Shenmue for the podcast, <laughs> and I was doing that to myself out loud. I was going. Oh, hello, Rio. Like, however they say Rio with, like, a hard D instead. (laughs) But I just, I remember that game just, like, there's a lot more nostalgia to it. And it's, like, the graphics that came out for it were phenomenal at the time. (laughs) And, I mean, they still, even, you know, playing, replaying it, like, the remaster, like, yeah, you can tell it's dated, but it looks like, it looks like a modern day game. Just, yeah, exactly. They were they were I mean, really going for a level of realism that had not been done yet. Yeah, but the one thing about Shenmue back when we initially had played it, when you know, I think I had played it first, and I let you let you borrow it actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the thing about that game that was different than replaying it, because like first of replaying, you don't know what's supposed to happen, you don't know the story, you don't know where you're supposed to go. Honestly, I spent the entire time like, every day. I didn't really care about progressing the story. I mean, I kind of did. Yeah. But like I was like, you know what? I'm gonna see what doors I can open. That's what I did for one day. It's like I'm gonna open every door just to see if they open. Why not? And yeah. Just, yeah. just did that. I'm gonna go I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to the arcade for a little while. Like you just like you just kinda chilled out. Like you didn't really play the game. And yeah, you had like quick time events and you'd learn you'd learn you'd learn your kung fu. Honestly, I didn't even spend time learning that. I'm just like whatever, I'll just mash buttons when I get there. Yep. Like I just really cared about just going around, talking to people and just seeing what they're up to and Listen to them re re say the same things over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, oh man. So after beating that game, which has a wonderful cliffhanger to it, yep, really was excited for that second game. Very much so. That never came to the United States of the Dreamcast. <laughs> nope. Nope. We never got it. Nope. No, we but, didn't. but however. But however, they did come to Europe, and I bought that European copy to play it, because I was really excited to play it, and I found a way to mod it, my Dreamcast, to do it, which then when I went to go mod the Dreamcast, well, someone told me, helping me, the Dreamcast version I had did not work with the mod chip that I had bought. Yep. And that Dreamcast no longer works. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I mean, a new one. The, the, but, the, the mod chip saga is like a years long saga. Well, it was like a right. two year long saga. It was like right. me like figuring out whether or not I want to do it. Yeah. Getting like, the mod is this chip. ethical? Should I do this? Yeah. Should it make sense? <laughs> is this something I really want to try to, you know, devote my time to? Yep. <laughs> um, you know, because like, you know, the Dreamcast had wonderful things like the Bleemcast, which you've talked about. Yes, we um, I don't think we gave it the name though, uh, Bleemcast, which is a, a great name for it. But oh, yes, I we, we alluded to the uh, yeah the PlayStation the, uh, knockoff, the PlayStation uh, porting emulating system. Yep. Um. So like I'm like oh you know I'll try to get this to work because I really want to see the end. The thing that made me so mad is that the Xbox got the second game. I didn't have an Xbox. I couldn't play it. Nor could I carry my you know my VMU card with me. <laughs> um. <laughs> Doesn't matter how portable that thing is, it's you know, <laughs> it just doesn't it. fit. Yep. 
Um, but yeah, so I could never get that game to work. Uh, I, I bought a new Dreamcast, found out that the, the, there was another way to do it with a, a CD or something. I could have bought like some sort of like kind of like a Dreamcast thing. Like a boot disc, I just, a different kind yeah, of I, Yeah. I, I, and then by the time that happened, my, I was done with college, doing other things. I'm just like, you know what? Do I really want to go back to this game? The game's not – I mean – they're not going to make another one. It's Sega's falling apart. You know, like, what's the point? Why? And of course, now they're making another one. <laughs> of course. But, of course. But that's, but I, mean, I have to, had to bring you, that story into this. Yes. And you, you said you, you've started, you, because you replayed the first one, you finished it, and you, re- mm-hmm. you were uh, starting the second one. You Are yeah, you I'm, very much through? Uh, I'm like, probably, you, maybe. I'm I'm still like in the beginnings. Oh okay. Um, I, so you really I, giving I, yourself a break here before you? Yeah, I mean, I maybe played back. like two to three hours of it, and honestly, replaying the first one just burnt me out. I've, you know, I I can't I can't keep going. I, I'm gonna go back because I'm 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 just seeing if they actually release the third one in this in the fall or not. This is what we, like do. we 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 were no, it's delayed again. By the way, it's delayed until next year. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm like, ah, got some other things to play. Yeah. But it, but what usually happens is we talk about it on the show and you uh, you go back and play it. <laughs> you sure, you get true. interested in it. Once I, honestly, I just want to play Comic Zone now. That's all I care about. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were going to mention. I wonder if you still have uh, Altered Beast on your virtual console there in your. No, I don't have my Wii anymore. No, I actually technically bought the 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 virtual console for Altered Beast. I bought on Tyler's Wii technically. But that was very nice of you to gift that to him. Such a great game. Oh. Yeah, well, that's, that's the only we, that was the only we I had at that point. So whatever. <laughs> so All Paul, right. do you have anything to add about Shenmue? There's so much you could say about that game, but I mean, I honestly remember when you let me borrow it, like the next time I saw you, or like one of the times I I saw you during that first playthrough. I just came over. I was like, I really like moving boxes with the forklift. It's very relaxing. <laughs> I oh, like yeah, having a job. I'm proud yeah. of Rio because he's yeah. kind of growing up. You know, yep. he's taking responsibility, and you know, no one's going to pay for him to go to uh, Hong Kong. <laughs> he's got to figure it out himself. When you get the forklift, you actually have things to do. <laughs> like, yeah. you like it was like you were really becoming like a young adult. You know, you're like <laughs> graduating from being like just a dumb kid to, yep. all right, I, I guess I can sort of contribute to society here in a little in a little way. Hmm. But I remember being like kind of proud of him. Like I was watching this story of his growth, and it's like, good for you, get a job. But now that's all I have to say about uh, Shenmue. Gotcha. Um, my uh, my next honorable mention is one I'm sure you'll have plenty of nostalgia for. It was one I think that you let me borrow as well, I, or I, I don't remember. Maybe I did own this, and that's uh, Sonic Adventure Two. I did oh, yeah. own this. Because I never played the first yeah, we one. Both, we both owned it. We 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 yeah. we definitely both owned this game. Yes. Um, Sonic Adventure One. I played much later, and I know how horrible it is. Um, Sonic <laughs> Adventure Two is there, there, improved upon a lot of there's things. There's good moments in one. There's good moments in one. Sure, sure. Mostly bad, but there are some good ones. Uh, you don't like Sonic fishing? Adventure Two. Sonic Adventure Two. No, I don't like fishing. All right. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I don't like fishing. <laughs> oh my god. The Game Grumps have like one of the best uh, like run-ins with that where one of them was playing, trying to catch Froggy. 
<laughs> I don't know if you remember that. But just how frustrating no, it was. Like, it was completely random. It did not matter what bait yeah. you used or whatever. Nope. But anyway. Yep. I did everything in that game, so I know. <laughs> yeah, terrible. Um, Sonic Adventure 2, however, I feel like improved upon the idea of Sonic Adventure 1 and split the team. But it was like, uh, what's it? Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles versus um, Shadow, Rouge, and uh, Eggman. Or, or switch those. So like yeah, Knuckles and Rouge yeah. levels were the same. It was like a hunting thing. Those were probably the harder uh, levels because best music though. Yeah, some of the best like unintended, <laughs> unintentional great music, like uh, all the because all the Knuckles music was like rap, right? So it yep. was these weird mm-hmm. raps about Pumpkin Hill, Pumpkin Hill Zone, <laughs> and then a rap about like Aquatic Mine. <laughs> but um, I really like the, the 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 way that. Uh, Sonic and Shadow moved. Uh, not mm. when they're going slow, because when they're going slow, they're they're incredibly hard to move. But when you're going fast and the grinding on the rails and that grinding, kind of stuff, all it's about. you know, grinding, with, yeah. those, with your soap shoes, your cool soap shoes. Uh, so you could, uh, what's it? Freestyle walk, I guess, is what they would call it. You could grind on sidewalks and stuff. They, mm. they sold those shoes. I knew a kid that got those soap sneakers. Really? Yeah. I thought they were terrible. Like you know, it's such a like a bad idea. I'm like, I didn't just know skate- there was a thing. I, I was I was skateboarding a little bit at the time, and I was like, well, just get a skateboard and learn to skateboard. Don't put it on your sneakers. Like it's stupid. You have to like run around. <laughs> anyway, I, I but I but in Sonic Adventure Two, it made sense for Sonic to have them, so he could grind on rails. And I love the very first level when you're being chased by an enormous truck. With the Dead license plate that says gun or whatever. The giant. Like a, a truck that's like six stories high. And like the width of the road. It's the yep. size of the road. It's not like it doesn't fit the road. <laughs> it's basically chasing you through like San Francisco. Like this hilly city. But mm-hmm. it's it's a very fun game. And I think the ending is great when you, when you get to... Um, not only like uh, I don't really care about Shadow's redemption arc, but <laughs> I do like that um, you got to see you know you get to play as like Super Sonic, but then also as a uh, Super Shadow, right? Mm-hmm. When they go. Um, well, I love when they do the little like because uh, it's like isn't it like an extra ending if you do everything? Like you have to do everything. Yeah, it's like a it's mystery like... ending. Like you you beat the hero yeah. side, and then you beat the dark <laughs> side. Isn't there like a scene like I think used to, we used to like make fun of it like where like where they're both like shaking their hands and like getting oh, yes, ready to like yes. and, 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 they, like, and then, then you like activate and then yeah, like they you look have, like they're jacking each gear. other off. Yep, <laughs> you have all the gear though because they get all the little like gear that they get and like Knuckles just has like just tons of stuff on him for whatever oh reason. God, that's right. I like got the because I invested a lot of time in that game and I got every special item you could get. Some of them like a, a couple you needed. But like most of them, you did not. So Knuckles mm-hmm. literally had like sunglasses on top of his head. He had enormous like like a uh, big what do you get like uh, metal brass knuckles on top of his knuckles that like glowed, <laughs> yep. and like a necklace and something around his waist and like really cool looking shoes. He, he's he looks all blinged out basically. He's like <laughs> Knuckles on Pit My Ride, you know. <laughs> but. Oh, man. 
But uh, yeah, yeah, one thing we I have love that they would use those same sprites for the cutscenes. Go ahead. <laughs> we do have to talk about one thing about that game. And do you know what that one thing is, Paul? The Chow Garden. Um, the Chow Garden, yes. The Chows. When, when, when we figured out what those little <laughs> things were you collected, it was like, oh, I guess you can give them to your Chow. Oh, I guess you can make them evil or good. Yep, and, and they then, go to hell or heaven. Yep, and then it would open up. I, and that was another thing that I I think, I don't think you had done anything with the Chows. Like you had no, I didn't really get much game. into it. And I was like, do you know that you can make heaven and hell in the chow garden? And you're like, what? <laughs> For just showing you. I, remember, I, I think I'd only like done like one race or something yep. in the chow world. I'm just like, I don't know what this is. Uh, I, I don't know, whatever. I'm not going to do I this. Spent I'm gonna go. so many hours in the chow gardens. <laughs> <laughs> For whatever reason, I thought this was going to be really fun. And I used the VMU. Like I put my chow on it. Not like I was going to go battle anybody, right? Because you and I were the only people who had Dreamcast. <laughs> but I, I like the idea that you could take it. It was like almost like a miniature Game Boy. Because it had a little tiny D-pad and two buttons. So you could play little Chow games on it. So it was like a tiny like handheld, well, you know, tiny like in the palm of your hand Game Boy. Uh, you could play the Chow games with. So for all those reasons and more. Sonic Adventure 2 is one of my favorite saves. One of them. Nice. So it is an yes. honorable Awesome. Awesome. Can we uh, do one more before we leave? Yes, Move please. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you think we can share. One. I'm going to share this one. I'm going to share this one with you. I think we could both talk about this one. I believe you'll be, unless it's your favorite. If it is, please just just, just cut cut the audio. Okay. Um. <clears throat> Uh, we both play this game a lot. It's also on the Sega Dreamcast. I think it is what... Wait a minute now. Um, what type of game would you put it? Would you would it, Would it you say it was an RPG? No. No. Then you need to, then you need to pump your brakes here a little bit. <laughs> okay, I won't bring it up then. We can wait. I do, do, have, do, you I have any, do you have any shout-outs? Yeah, yeah, please. I'll bring Go. it up later if we don't, we don't mention it. But no, I have... Um, I want to bring up a couple of shout-outs for the Genesis. <clears throat> um, Echo the Dolphin. Yes, that's one of mine too. Yeah, really. The sequel, like though, a... I didn't have the first one. I only played the sequel, and I love that oh. game. <laughs> it was oh, that. No, that's a hard game. Yeah, I played the sequel. I only had the sequel. First game, is, both first game is is good. I I I just think it's it was such a like a lot of um especially what I'm going to talk about with my favorite is a time when Sega like took like risks with games, you know, like weird concepts. You know, mm-hmm. like what a game could be. Yep. Uh, and this is like a great example of it. But. Yeah, no, I don't have a lot to say about Echo the Dolphin. Um, I just remember having the sequel because I feel like everyone talked about the first one. Uh, yep. I don't, again, this is like that era where we talk about this in the NES uh, time. I don't even know where I got I have these games from. Yep, they would just like show like, up at your house. Get <laughs> 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 them at Christmas or something, I don't know. Yep. But <clears throat> that was one of them. But another one I did spend a lot of time with and have a lot of memories I just can't remember it as well is is uh, Wonder Boy and Monster World. I nice. played the heck out of that game. I you probably don't know what it is. That. No, no. So Wonder, Mar- Wonder Boy himself, the Wonder Boy series, 
there's a lot of those games, and I don't think it was only on the Sega Genesis. I think there might have been on it, might have been on Super Nintendo as well. But I, I, I had it for the Genesis, but so I don't know that answer. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just recently have been remaking some of them, so the Shrouls are really good. They're on the Switch. Um, but Wonder Boy and Monster World is pretty much uh, a Sega Genesis graphic Zelda two. Um, so you have the concept of like a side-scrolling like knight with a sword and a shield, and <clears throat> you don't have the overworld map at all, but it's like sort of platforming, like going sideways. But there was a, it's just really cool. Like think of Shovel Knight a little bit, kind of that vibe, but with that 16-bit graphic. Um, you know, there there was like hotels that you would go into to like kind of like rest, like to kind of bring your health up because you had like the the life like kind of like Zelda does. You would upgrade your armor, so like you'd get like you'd, but it was very cartoony styled, kind mm-hmm. of. I don't really know. I don't think cartoony is the right word, but it had like the anime esque look to it. Uh, I remember my cousin also had this game too, so that's what made me want to get it. Maybe he let me borrow it. I, mean, I can't remember, but we. I remember us all, all us cousins were like trying to figure out how to beat this game, and there's just really cool levels. Like there's a desert level, and you go to different areas and different aspects, but it's all side scrolling. But it's like sort of like an open world side scrolling game. So like you just say, Oh, I have to go this way to get to the desert level, I have to go this way to get to the jungle and or whatever the, the levels were. Um, you didn't like just say, Hey, you didn't go in a door and just go there. It's just sort of you kinda of walked around. But yeah, it just it was a really cool game. Played a lot of it. I remember like 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 trying to fight to get to the end of it and I know I eventually beat it. I can't remember the end of it though. But yeah, okay. just it was awesome. I look look it up though. It's a really the well-known series. There's a lot of games in the series. That's just the only one I played. Um, it's just such a weird title for the game, and I remember like being like sort of a niche thing that no one else knew about except me and my cousin, or like, my me and my cousins. But yeah, I to bring what was that it up. called again? So it's like Wonder Boy and what? Like Wonder Boy and Monster World. I have never even heard of that. Yeah, Wonder Boy and Monster. What? Like the, some of the new the, the remakes, like Sounds the Wonder Boy and the Dragon's Trap, like it's like sort of like that kind of series, like Wonder Boy and this, and Wonder Boy and that, and Wonder Boy and this. That's mm-hmm. sort of the series of games, but the, the Monster World one is the only one I played. Awesome. So, yeah, those are some of the shout outs I want to bring up. We can talk about more, I guess, when we get back. Hello there. Yes, you. Have you checked out our Patreon yet? It's got all sorts of fun stuff. That's right. There's a tier out there for everyone. At the $2, 5 and $10 levels, you can support the show and get perks like suggesting topics for us, submitting questions for us to answer on the air, early access to episodes, ad-free episodes, and even monthly Patreon-exclusive episodes. A little help from our listeners will help us do more great stuff. So check us out on patreon.com slash favorites. Of course, there are other ways to support us. You could follow us on Twitter at PlayFavePodcast. You can subscribe, uh, as well as give us an amazing review on iTunes or Spotify. And of course, share us with your friends and family. We're trying to create a community, and we want you to be a part. So come join us, and let's all play favorites together. And we're back to talk about favorite Sega game all. What is your favorite Sega game that I potentially almost said earlier? Maybe let's find out. If, if I'm if I'm wrong, then I then I apologize. But I'm pretty sure you were going in this direction, and that is a game that goes by two names: 
Jet mm-hmm. Set Radio, mm-hmm. or, as we, or as we got it, Jet Grind Radio. That's right. Yes. Thank you for bringing this up. So no, Jet Grind just, Radio, I... <laughs> is this not the one you, you thought? No, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Okay. No, that's what I thought. So Jet Grind Radio, uh, as I was saying before about like Sega taking risks, this is like a perfect example of that. Um, it's a game where you are on like these strange battery operated um, inline skates, rollerblades, and you're also uh, in a gang of graffiti artists that are tagging up a storm around the city of Tokyo Toe, which everybody just calls Tokyo, which is that, that's from the opening of the of the game. I was watching that earlier, and it's like the town of or the city of Tokyo Toe. Everybody just calls it Tokyo, and I'm like, then why are we even calling it Tokyo Toe? To say Tokyo. But anyways, uh, yeah. it's a incredibly fun game. It's full mm-hmm. of, um, it, it's mostly about skating and grinding on things. And again, I guess that's that must be what I like about um, Sega games, is games where you can grind, uh, like Sonic Adventure 2, and now in uh, Jet Grind Radio. Mm-hmm. And you you can you could draw, draw your own graffiti if you wanted. And it was always fun to do something really stupid. Uh, or you actually really try to make something that looked cool, and uh, uh, then you get to actually see it in the game itself. I mean, it had a lot of cool mechanics. It was it was such an interesting game, and um, I don't really care like who cares about the story. Um, it was like you know paper thin, uh, but it got so pretty what? intense. I mean, there was that back. They had a pre- they had a prequel inside of it. Like you had to like go back in time and yep, as, play uh, the story like, of because uh, you were looking for a coin with uh, yeah. I forgot oh, wow. the other two, the other two players that eventually like join your party. Um, it was a beatbox, the boombox guy. Like, there was yes, something that... it was a young woman and then a a dude with a boombox, like a huge dude. But <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, like it was interesting. It, it was fun to play as different people. Like you would you would uh, get new characters by like racing them basically, and like mm-hmm. uh, trying to like beat them in a uh, like showdown where you're where you're trying to tag your you know put your graffiti tag all around the city and yeah and i think this is a game that you had first right and yes. then you let me borrow that's correct yeah because i remember when i eventually bought it again i found it at some sort of convention but mm-hmm. i remember after you played it i got sucked into it and we just sort of like just sort of i miss that though like the whole like you know like trading games and like you know the the what the water cooler stories of video games you know it's just sort of like um you know it, it, it's such a fun the music of that was awesome you know like, i just loved like learning about the secrets of that like the things that you could do like the secret entryways and places to grind mm-hmm. all those things collecting everything and you know, collecting all the confetti that you could do like, oh, man, that was such a fun, fun game. It was hard, I, though. And the hard, music hard in it is is amazing. The music is yeah. is something, like, I love the soundtrack of it. Because it, it, it did have some recognizable names on it. Like, there's a Rob Zombie song on there, as well as, like, I think, not Beastie Boys, but the guy who used to be there, DJ Mix, Mixmaster Mike, I believe is his name. And there's, mm-hmm. like, and I mean, like, and the stuff that's not recognizable was actually, like, stuff that you and I would end up downloading later, like Guitar Vader and getting into mm-hmm. their music, you know, yep. like, finding yep. uh, finding out about different bands, like, through that game, which was, mm-hmm. you know, you know, amazing for its time. 
And another thing that I absolutely love about Jet Grind Radio, besides the music, besides the graffiti, um, one of the things that really just like got me about that game was that when you uh, pick your character, every time you pick them, they do like a little dance move, right? <laughs> you, you remember that? Remember the little, little dance move? Oh, of and course. Like, All of course. right. That's what made you want to pick different characters. <laughs> just yeah, to see, to see what dance. they would do, to see their dance like style. So I liked picking mm-hmm. the dude that had like the uh, like the black bodysuit and like the two bug eyes, like the orange, you know, kind of like he looked kind of like a fly or almost like Spider-Man kind of eyes. And he, mm-hmm. he did like some sweet break dancing moves. And I was like, yeah, I'm that guy now. You know, it's such a <laughs> it's such like a, a a little like um boost of like dopamine like ye haha like that's cool but yeah like and that's what really makes that game there's a lot of like little cool things about it yeah it can get kind of janky and kind of annoying you know when the controls don't go the way you want them i mean it's still it's a dreamcast it's it it has its flaws but um it's all cell shaded and the artwork is really cool it it seemed like it was part of like an already established thing like it was a comic book that you could find in Japan or something, or a manga oh, yeah. you could just like pick up. You know, it, it fit that aesthetic right away. Um, I just pulled up the list of characters that I was trying to remember who they were. Uh-huh. So, like the one you're talking about with the main, the main character, everyone that associates with it was his name was Beat. Yes, and then the, like, he looks like Tyler his... to me, your brother. <laughs> I've always thought I was like <laughs> kind of like Tyler. Yeah, I can see that. You can see that. Then you have Gum, yep. which is his trainer. Yeah. You have yep. Yo-Yo, um, Mew. You were and, and you're like your um, what's it? Your PlayStation I uh, avatar Corn. for the longest time, right? Was a uh, Tab. Is no, that... his name's Corn. His name is what? Cord. It's Corn on here. Corn. Did oh, they change can... the name in the regular release? I don't remember being Corn. That's what it says here on this this website that I'm on. The, the dude with like the blue suit and the blue yeah. bucket hat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, dude, that that dude's name is totally Tab. I don't know. But then you have Cube. Yeah. Um, DJ Professor X. Obviously, he's the he's the DJ dude. The underground radio, the pirate radio dude. Yes, mm-hmm. Professor X. Mm-hmm. No, Professor uh, K. Professor K, not Professor X. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I just uh, I love that game. I remember like I, I think I like being Mew or something. I feel like she was fun. But I don't know. I, I, I you said most of the stuff I would love to talk about that game. The RSR was great. Um the game was kind of hard. I mean the, the mechanics and stuff, you go back to it, you think about it, it was kind of like hard to like it was, it was kinda of hard to like move sometimes in that game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was hard to like when you're like just like you've already stopped for some Sometimes, reason. Yeah, like, it's like it's it's like really as difficult as it is to like <laughs> get up to speed with inline skates. You're like, once Come you start on, go, going, go. it's like it's like you just you just jumped around. Like you just went nuts. Yep. Like you just got in a flow, right? But the uh, the levels of that game that I I couldn't stand were, oh man, like but they were always fun at the same time. We're trying to catch the other gang members. Yep. And, like tag yep. them. That, yeah, you had, to, you had to spray the their backs. Yep, tag them yep. on their backs. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a funny concept for a game where it's like yeah. taken over by rollerblading gang members. 
It's kind of like the Warriors of Dreamcast games. There you, know? you go. That's why you like it so much. That is. <laughs> in a dark future. It's all like during the day, too. It's so bright and happy, and the colors are really vivid. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. it. I love it. And, well, and you have right. that, that, that like, nighttime level, though, that we're like, you're in the oh, city. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, I, like the, the final boss colors are really cool too. But the evil, the evil, like, like the evil, like, uh, what wasn't it like a like a uh, a disc, like an evil like disc of like. Oh, you know, it was like the like the devil's record or something, and you're and, like the last <laughs> level was on like a fucking turntable. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. It was like supposed to release a demon or something if they played it. <laughs> who knows, right? Like, who who actually remembers? the story but <laughs> listening to the opening monologue of it like the opening like um cutscene of professor k the guy who's the voice actor it's like this is clearly his first time reading the script because i know at the very end he's like yeah let's go jet grind radio like <laughs> all of a sudden like oh there's an exclamation point at the end of the sentence it's like it's like he finally like gets the chance to like turn the page to do that line. That's all he's doing. Yeah, it's just on the like, on the next page. Chat. Like oh man. <laughs> anyways, um, but yeah, no, yeah, I wasn't sure if I'd bring that one up or not. I wasn't it, sure if that would be your favorite Sega game. It was. Really it was a uniquely Sega game, and it was on my favorite Sega system, the Dreamcast. Mm-hmm. Um. There was a a, uh, a sequel to it, Jet Set Radio Future, for the PlayStation, I believe, or PlayStation 2. Oh, is that Xbox? Oh, yeah, Xbox, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it sucked. It sucked. It was... <laughs> if it was, if the first one was hard to control, like, the one for the Xbox was even worse. And the story was terrible. They made it... I, 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 the first one is, is the only one worth playing. But, yeah. So that, that one's my favorite, Justin. What about you? What would you say is your favorite uh, absolute favorite? I feel, I feel like game? I, I wasn't able to bring up enough games in this 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 uh, episode at all. Uh, I was like so many. I'm like, oh man, I want to talk about them. Do you have but any I, you'd like to burn off really quickly? I really wanted to spend more time on Grandia too. I really did. Oh, it's not your favorite? <laughs> no, it's not my favorite. Can we shout out favorite. Grandia too just for the personal connection it has for? Um, it was on the long list of things that Justin wanted to show me that he thought were cool, but took forever to get to. You liked that game. You liked yeah, that I game. I did like the game, like, a year later when I actually played it. But my <laughs> first experience with, with it was, like, you gotta you gotta see this cool line this guy says. Oh, I just gotta play the game for a little bit to get there. Half an hour later. 40 minutes later. An hour later. Like, is it in this he game? Are you sure you're playing the right game? And it was I, I forget the name of the character. So but, anti-magic. Yep. When he finally said it, we're like, okay, That's it. good. That's it. That's it. All right. So <laughs> Justin, why don't you tell us what was that underwhelming line? Feel the power of nature. <laughs> <laughs> it has much more meaning to us now than it ever did, like in the game. What um? Do you remember the character's name? I mean, this is Grandia too. No, we're talking. No clue. No clue. I don't even remember uh, the main character. Name. I remember the 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 lady's name was Elena, and Malthus was the bad guy, one of the oh, bad guys. How could you forget Malthus? Oh God, it took me forever to beat Malthus. <laughs> but then I got <laughs> stuck on the three faces, and I got into a loop where I couldn't get out and go level up. So the game was <laughs> over for me. 
I don't know why you had that problem. That game was amazing, though. It was a really fun game. I liked it. It was a fun <laughs> RPG. And that actually, I like that, I like that you can see game, all the monsters, wait, right? Another game that came with the soundtrack CD. Right oh. there. Sega knows how to give out music, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. So that technically, that game, I don't know if that was considered... It, it was exclusive to the Dreamcast, but eventually it came to... Eventually it came out of the system. It's, in, it's getting remade. It's coming out again this year. Oh. Crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I wanted to talk about that game more, but I have to give my favorite Sega game to a Sonic game. Oh, okay. I mean, how could you not? He's the face of Sega. He yeah. is Sega. He made Sega. Um, but the question is, which one? This is the big, big debate that I have. Yep. I tried to avoid because, it. Huh? I avoided it. You avoid it. And I don't consider Sonic Mania... Though I think it's, that is a beautifully made Sonic game, is the right answer for this question. Okay, fair. Like, I feel, fair. feel like Sonic Mania is a great game. I think it's better than most of the original games, but I'm not quite sure I haven't played those in a while. Sonic 2, on the other hand, play the hell out of that game. I think it's like pretty much everyone's uh, memory of Sonic is Sonic 2. Like that just gives you have the tails with you. The, the bonus levels for that were so much better than the first game. Oh, yes, they were. Yes, they were. <laughs> but my favorite Sonic game is not Sonic 2, nor Sonic 1, nor Sonic 3, hmm. but Sonic and Knuckles. Ah, okay. All right. The most ex- most interesting cartridge design ever created, because yes. you can say Sonic 2 and 3 in that game. That's right. It was like a cartridge with an opening on the top, so you could take Sonic 2, put it in, or Sonic 3, put it in, and you just add Knuckles to that game. I remember that. That was such an interesting idea. See, Sega taking risks. But <laughs> well, and then they did the 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 32 the the two three uh, what was the 32 graphics FX yeah, 32X graphics chip graphics chip graphics and a lot of other risks Man. we could go on and on and on, but. That, but the, just the, the standalone game of that game was awesome because you could go, because like Sonic Mania, you can go through the game in various ways. You can either be Knuckles or Sonic. And the level was a little bit different depending on who you decided to go with. And yep. it's just, I played that game more than all the other ones for some weird reason. Like, I just loved being Knuckles. It was fun to fly around and do all that stuff. But I just, there was just so many interesting mechanics in that one, and I, I honestly wish I had more time to look into it more to talk about it. And it just, it just was such a fun thing. That was the the game that brought in the the weird bonus level of uh, the little like balls, like the little like you're in like this like three dimensional like rounded thing, yes, and you're like yes, going around trying like to get all a, the Yep, and you're yeah, you're trying to like capture the balls, yeah, to get all the. Yep, that's just, yeah, that's yeah, the same yeah, bonus level. Sonic Mania that they had, but like, yeah, just there, there were so many different unique uh, things about that game. The levels of design was really cool. They had like they really kind of like changed like the environmental like things in that game versus just being like running around and things like that and going around loops and stuff. Because um, they really kind of like changed the design to really kind of emphasize Knuckles a little bit more versus just Sonic. Yeah, so like it yeah. like that's sort of what really made that game unique. As you got deeper in the game, it kind of like I think lost its its like charm a little bit. But 
uh, I, I just think that game's so cool because it, because it implements the other ones. And I only own technically Sonic two and three, and, not, and I didn't own three, so I completely played two a lot. As we know, I've eventually beat two at one point eventually. in my life. Eventually, <laughs> we believe the Sonic, the Sonic the Sonic games are hard, but yes. like you 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 enjoy playing them over and over again. You never really cared about doing the the um. You know the first few levels over and over and over again. Like the thing with Sonic, unlike any other, like like you know it, that you, if you want to compare them to Mario games, even though that they're different games, I but I feel like they get put in the same category for some reason. Sure, they do. Um, like the music of Sonic games are so awesome. So the yeah. levels never really get repetitive or boring or like they don't get that. It's not that like it's just sort of like this kind of funky very like you know techno-y kind of music that just like you just you just start humming with it mario games music's okay it's fine like it's memorable but it's by no means something that you just like like i i just can't think of like there's like what was that one song like it's stuck it just the green hill zone gets stuck in your head but there's one that's just in my head right now <laughs> like as you're talking about this is all that's all i can do yeah. is just hum yep. it to myself um, but like the like the casino vote, oh. you know, like the casino talk zone about, and all that stuff. Uh, talk about a place that I spent a lot of time in the casino oh zone. God. Yes, gambling. Oh so I should never go to casinos because I would be I would lose all my money. But um, <laughs> like Sonic Sonic games, to to like to like the for some weird reason most Sonic games just try to like ruin Sonic. Like I don't know what happened. Like, ever since the Dreamcast came out, even Sonic 1, I would say, wasn't a really good outing, but I was giving them the benefit of the doubt because it's the first 3D Sonic. Yeah. All right. That's fine. But, like, the original ones, they they really... I think they got better and better and better. They they never really got... You know what I mean? Their their level design... Like, that's that's what I love about the difference between 1 and 2 is that you, you learn these mechanics of, like, what Sonic can and can't do um kind of on accident sometimes like whenever you touch like one of those little skateboard thingies you know you go flying yeah. you know like those kinds of things like you can run right over that and nothing will happen but if you walk up to it it'll like send you flying you sure. know in, into a specific spot it's like those little things um mm-hmm. and they're I, I really love the way that you can interact with the environment in some of them or like the environment changes like i, I know there was i believe it was like the oil it was like an oil rig one and Sonic. Oh yeah, that's I know the oil. And, and it, it was like incorporating so like things would get oily, but then they'd also oil catch ocean. on fire. Oil ocean, yes, yes. Look at that, predicting a dark future, Sonic Two. But um, the <laughs> the idea that you could do that kind of um, work with the level and make the level change and therefore like change the way you play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sonic is is up there with like innovation through level design and like. The music, the sound effects—it's all very satisfying. The yeah, the sound, like, I mean, the sound of him like grinding, you know, when he does the, when you press down on the button, when you when you start to do the spin, like that saw noise. Like I would just do that. I would just hold yep. him and go zing 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 zing. zing. No, you know, just the one for sound minutes. is the being of sounds like the but when he eats when he gets the bubble of air. Oh mm. my god, I love I love that sound huh? so much. Yes. And the terror. Yeah. Of the 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 music when it changes when you're about to drown. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! It's like 
like I hate like Mario, you get squished and bopped and whatever. I'm not trying to compare the two, but it's just like I'm trying to like the sense of the sense of like feeling of that of death in that game is so much different. Yeah, because it's yeah. like you have the sense of like amazing power. I have a hundred rings. I am good to go. Like you know, it's like you have the sense of like security, right? Yep. But the second you are down to zero, it is like completely like terror. Like mm-hmm. you don't even know what to do. You're afraid to. Like, you, you 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 start handling the level a little bit differently. Yeah, you're like walking basically. You're, you're yeah, the fastest like, creature alive, and you're walking very slowly. Where, where are the, like, I'm trying to find the rings. Is that a ring? Like, Is that a ring? You know, and I think that's why people like that don't understand Sonic games get confused because they feel like you know they have the for those the, the phrase gotta go fast. But, like, mm-hmm. I don't think Sonic games are really meant for that. They're not, like, meant to be, like, speed run. Like, you can, you can do that's it. That's a reward every now and then in the level to just, like, yeah. be, to just go fast. But it's really about controlling your speed. That's what the, yeah. that's what makes Sonic Sonic, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah, he, that's he great. Should, should, that's great. Yeah. No, definitely. But, um, that, so Sonic and Knuckles is definitely my favorite Sega game because, I mean, there's so many other fun ones. I mean, I could say I put a lot of time into all the other ones we've talked about. Um, I don't think I'm missing any of them. I mean, yeah, I played a lot of other Sega games, but I don't really consider it Sega. But I will say I, did, I really did enjoy Toe Jam and Earl 2, Panic on Funkatron. I, did, I didn't really <laughs> like the first one. The second one was much more of a side-scroller. Oh, kind of like a I do have country. one more shout-out for, for uh, Sega Genesis, by the way. What's that? Earthworm Jim. Earthworm Jim, yes, yeah, yes, another cool. another interesting idea for what to do with a with a with a game and how you design levels. Like you, mm-hmm. your character basically, you know, I mean, I guess you could say it's just like a a guy with a whip. You know, you could say it's like an Indiana Jones style of game, but instead of a whip, it's his body. You know, like he's <laughs> he uses like the worm itself to swing from place to place. No, I, I remember that was a, that was actually a really hard game too, though. But I loved like the concept and the art style and the level. The level, it was kind of like a. Uh, I wouldn't say this is kind of a sort of a weird example, but it's sort of like the Conqueror's Bad Fur Day of the of the six bit the sixteen bit era. Yeah, like it, it was very tongue and weird humor, right? Yeah, it was just such a cool cool concept. But but yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there. But like I I just Sonic the Sonic Knuckle games. I mean, I would just say that whole like first batch. Are just what makes Sega, but Sonic and Knuckles is really the one that really stands out because of just the uniqueness of that cartridge, and uh, you know the fact that it can work with the majority of the game, games that are in the series. That's still like wild to me that that they did that. It's such an interesting idea. But mm-hmm. yeah, no, great man, great. Uh, I knew we were going to talk about Sonic at some point in this episode, and not just in the adventure games, because those are very different. Those are like the Mario 64 games versus, you know, Super Mario Brothers, right? Mm-hmm. So th- since, we're on, since we're on the topic of Sonic, though, another shout out. Sonic Spinball, or Sonic Pinball, oh, whatever you want to yes. call it. Uh, uh, again, uh, weird, weird, weird concept. But you know what? It made sense for some reason. When I when I heard about that, I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Like, mm-hmm. makes sense to me. Um, I will uh, I had, also I had that game. I loved it. It was really fun. Can we talk about Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine? I never played that really, though. I missed that it's, game. It's just like a Tetris clone, basically. Well, no, not I a know. clone, but it's like, you know, in, in, in that kind of puzzle game. But um, speaking of uh, Dr. Robotnik, Justin, why don't you tell us what's on the schedule for next week? 
Oh, nice segue. You were. Uh-huh. How long were you? How long did you have that in your mind? Uh, like forty-five seconds, and <laughs> so excited to get it out. <laughs> well, next week, since we're we're now done with Sega, I feel like Sega is gonna get brought up again. I feel like we didn't spend enough time. Oh, on yeah. I, like I every episode like... we do, right? Yeah, it seems like a pretty pretty standard fare on this show. Like. We, we, we've scratched the surface, but there's there's still plenty to talk about. So. We're going to find a way to make a random title. Favorite uh, Epi- Sega game that came out this year only. Just well, Sega's about. making some moves this week, right? <laughs> We're going to be hearing something, right? Oh, yeah. I forgot Gamescom. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, but uh, I don't know. Sega's in a different place right now. They're, they don't really They make games, but they make some unique games, but they also own a bunch of stuff, too. Mostly they owned Bayonetta at one point. I yeah yeah I saw that. Um, so what are we doing next week? Well, nothing to do with Sega, uh, but we are we're going to talk about our favorite robot. Yes, Robotnik isn't technically a robot, so but he makes robots. He, that's what he does. And we're going to talk, talk about, about, about Metal Sonic. Oh Ask. yes, you could very much. He's, he's a really, I hate I hate Metal Sonic. Yeah, he's the worst. <laughs> Just a terrible boss. I'm glad they but never a very, brought. But a very back. cool I like idea. Shadow better. Shadow is so much nicer. I like him more. He's not nicer. Except, he's so morose. First... He's like he's dark. <laughs> Remember when we played Shadow the Hedgehog and he has a gun? Yeah, so he had a gun. So that, was, uh, that was pretty fun. That was, like the, that was the beginning of the horribleness of Sonic too. Like it was like, oh yeah, like, why, why, why are you making this game? <laughs> I, I remember that game just for one reason. And that's because the president of the United States had a framed <laughs> picture of Sonic and Shadow on his desk, like next to his children and his wife. The president, like the leader of the free world, had a <laughs> a picture of Sonic and Shadow. And in the picture, Sonic is like waving and Shadow has his back turned and he's looking over his shoulder like, you know, like Vegeta or something. I'm like, even for the picture for the president, you couldn't turn and smile to the camera. Like, what a dick you are, Shadow. <laughs> Anyways, I'm I'm excited to talk about robots, not Robotnik. <laughs> yeah, I hope I hope Robotnik doesn't come up into this at all. But now, we uh, can for a topic like this, it could be anything from androids to droids to cyborgs to um, yeah. Cylons. Sure, sure. Anything anything that has to do with a robot. I mean, it could be just a random robot. I mean, it could be just, you know, it doesn't have to be a talking robot, technically. That's true. So, That's true. You know. What were those no, things? I think, it should be, I think it should be a very fun episode, for sure. I agree. I agree. It goes, goes many places. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been Playing Favorites. I'm Justin. And I'm Paul. And see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's see you next week.